Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Unscripted Introverts podcast. I'm your host, Tavian, and your co-host, Ta- Taylor. Hey, how's it going, everybody? Hope you're having a good day. Oh, well, Taylor, I sure know I am. Today has been interesting, but nonetheless, we got some things to talk about today. Um, in particular, the preseason for football. Yes. It's getting interesting. Very interesting. I uh, kept up with a few of the games. Um, I got to say, I'm very surprised by your Broncos. You guys are, are a very pathetic football team. I have no for respect the past, for you. Within the past few years, yes, we've been very pathetic ever since uh, Peyton Manning retired. Oh, your problem started long before then, Taylor. No, it did not. Shall we uh, take a backtrack to history with uh, John Elway? I don't care. Wasn't mm-hmm. alive around then. John Elway, Champ Bailey, Terrell Davis, three Hall of Famers, Steve well, Atwater. Taylor, your new Peyton Manning is Drew Locke, so good luck with that. We're trying to work around him, man. Yeah, I know. That's why you um, Teddy Bridgewater. Did you hear we we were this close to signing Aaron Rodgers? That doesn't. Okay, so now you have a young quarterback who's not going to do much because Aaron Rodgers is going to be playing. Well, the the whole purpose of us grabbing Aaron Rodgers was because he's such a veteran. Um, obviously, he would start over Drew Lock when it came to the main season, but um, he would help train Drew Lock to be, you know, basically Aaron Rodgers version two. That was the whole purpose of picking him up. Um, I'm not the most knowledgeable of sports, but I watch a fair share of like uh, sports talk shows, podcasts, and all that. And let me tell you, from what I've heard about Aaron Rodgers, he is the biggest diva I've seen in any NFL history. This dude, this this dude's ego knows no bounds. It is unfucking real. Well, you also heard he turned down. A contract that would have made him the highest paid player in the NFL, right? Because he just simply wanted to play for someone else for his last season. I mean, yeah, no, he was fed up with how he was being treated. Um, I'm sure you heard about the Jordan Love draft when they drafted a quarterback instead of another offensive player or a defensive player to give him help. Um, and that was kind of where his problem started with the Packers. See, I, that I didn't know. Yeah. They, instead of drafting a receiver or tight end or running back or even someone to help on the defensive end because their defense was it was, it was iffy, they drafted a backup quarterback. Well, wouldn't you be pissed off, too, if that happened? No, if I you, would. If you, were, like, if you were on the road for a Hall of Fame quarterbacker, wouldn't you be kind of pissed off seeing that you know you got another quarterback drafted behind you? Well, given the situation, yes and no. Yes. Because if I was in his shoes, I would be questioning it, but I wouldn't be mad at the the uh, quarterback who's been drafted. I would take that up to the front office or the GMs. That's you know a problem you have to solve with them. And you know, luckily he's been, from what I hear, a good sport to Jordan Love, not showing any you know ha- anger or you know. Um, What's the word I'm thinking of? You know, contempt towards him. But I think that's what kind of triggered his want to leave Green Bay. 
But I genuinely think he wants to end his career as a Packer. I don't see why he wouldn't. The team's very good. You have arguably the best receiver in football. Who are we talking about now? Other um, receiver? Devontae Adams. Yep. Okay. I mean, it's debatable, but he's definitely a top five receiver. Mm -hmm. Probably, definitely for me, a top three. But, you know, to put him over D Hop and uh, Juju Smith. Juju Smith. You did not just mess up your own man's name. I forgot about him, okay? If it wasn't for TikTok, I wouldn't even know what he does for a living. But, um, you know, as a receiver that I think is heavily underrated and I really want to see a championship is Larry Fitzgerald. Um, I saw a post the other day um, on Instagram. It, it was ESPN posted it. Larry Fitzgerald has more career tackles than he does drops. Yep. That like, dude's an all-time receiver. That's impressive. Yeah. He is, he's one of the greats. I think he's very underrated because I don't think he's flashy. Well, and it's also that. And you, you also got to look at the Cardinals for his whole career. Like, they weren't comparing to what was the Broncos with Peyton Manning, the Patriots with Tom Brady. You know, he's just on a shit team. Let's be honest. I, there's I no think, other way to put it. I think that even adds to his Hall of Fame resume because he never had a gr- good or even great quarterback to really rely on. Um, mm-hmm. I can't remember. They had a few decent quarterbacks. Um, I want to say one of them had the last name of Carson. Uh, the only Carson that comes to my mind is Carson Palmer. Was it Carson Palmer? I'm pretty sure Carson Palmer was a a cardinal. You know what? I gotta look this up. It's gonna get. It's gonna eat at me. But I think Larry Fitzgerald is a very amazing wide receiver. Um, I think a lot of people just underrate him because he's not flashy like you know someone like Antonio Brown or D Hop, but he is so talented. Was it Cardinal? Yeah. Okay. I told you. Yeah. He wasn't. He wasn't too bad. Three-time Pro Bowler. But Um, he also wasn't. You also got to remember, it's not necessarily all about the quarterback. When you're the only like high-threat receiver on the team, you're going to be getting double-teamed almost every play. So it's very, very hard to get off a play when you have two guys on you. Oh yeah, football is the ultimate team sport, right? If one cog is fucked up and it's not performing the same as the rest the whole team could crumple and we see this with offensive linemen quarterbacks receivers running backs um i don't think they need a great quarterback to be useful but it really helps you know and you especially see this on the defensive end everyone has to work as a unit if someone's lagging behind you got to help that person pick up um but i think that Offensively, you have to have a nice, well-rounded team. You gotta have a good lineman because you have to protect the quarterback. If you protect the quarterback, he can get the ball to his receivers. If he can get the ball to his receivers, he can get the ball to his running back, and it's like a domino effect. If one of those things collapse, the rest of them do. Yeah, and that was the problem I saw with the Steelers. They couldn't get the running game going during or against anyone. So we just basically ran slant routes the entire game and just hoped that Ben could 
you know, shake off any D linemen or just, you know, get the pass to where it needs to go. But he's too old to keep, like, having those high usage games. Like, um, I really wish the Steelers had drafted a quarterback, but everyone good was taken in the draft. You know, but I'm not, I, I'm not angry with our pick. I like Najee Harris. From what I hear, dude's a gym rat. He's always in the gym working on his game. And my favorite uh, quote about him has been the uh, running back coach. He said that he has to like force him to leave the um, practice field because he will stay on it all day. He's either studying film or he's trying to better himself. And I really love to see that from young players. You know the you know who that reminds me of? Sean Taylor. Yep. I remember watching uh, a football life on him, and you, you know all of like his uh, old college teammates and or like former teammates in the NFL would always talk about how he would show up hours early before the game just working out and then you actually had the game um and then when it came to practices he would spend three hours working out do practice and then he even stay afterwards to work out more just because he wanted to get better dude those kind of people are a different fucking breed yeah like it takes an insane amount of dedication and willpower to get up and do that every day day in and day out and to put your body through that too oh i know taylor i know (laughs) just getting like i get up at 4 30 every morning and i work out around like 5 a.m 5 30 that is such a grind there was almost every day i don't want to get up i don't want to work out but i have to do it because it helps me make me feel better throughout the day and it really helps alleviate all my stress so I have a bit of a glimpse of what it's like, but not to that level. Yeah. And it takes an insane amount of fucking dedication because what they do is a hundred times harder than what I do. So I have nothing but respect for people like them. You also have to remember, though, like I feel like a lot of the motivation will, is going to not only money, but popularity. Because, you know, obviously as an NFL player, you want to be as good as possible so that you can build a fan base to make more money. Um, so I feel like that that's a big drive for them, whereas for you, it's just for, you know, for yourself. Oh, I mean, that's a very uh, bit of a jaded way to look at it. I just want to get good so I can have fans. But, <laughs> well, you know. I mean, there's really no other better way to put it, like. Maybe they just if they if they better. weren't if they weren't NFL you know if they weren't in the NFL they wouldn't be working out as hard as they they are. I mean, you know, I'm not saying they're not gonna work out, but definitely not to that you know to that level. Yes and no. Um, obviously, yeah, they're not gonna work that hard, but there are plenty of people I see in a gym who put in an insane amount of work. You know, I see. Um, who is it? I know you didn't play basketball sophomore year. The Trafford team, but there was this our junior varsity cut assistant coach. I can't remember his name, but he was this white ball dude. He played in college, but I think he tweaked his knee and he had to like cut his career short. But that's always I, the worst, the worst story to hear. It is because it's something out of your control. It's not yep. like he did something dumb and caused it. He, you know, his body just gave out. But it's it's so just constant it's all the time i constantly see so many young good players get injured that it's it is disheartening to see it's very sad to see but 
back to the point, I see him in the gym every day. He's got cones. He's got a ladder. He's constantly working on his quickness, his dribbling, his shooting, always running drills, getting better every time. The dude's a laser beam. This this motherfucker don't miss. <laughs> I like have maybe seen him miss a handful of times in like the three or four sessions I've, you know, ran into him. He is a fucking laser beam. He's got the ball on a fucking handle, dude. It, it's insane, you know. So I think some people are just possessed by this drive to get better, even if they're not in a professional league or, you know, even for like a casual league or anything. They just want to get better just for themselves. Yeah, but I feel like that's just such, you know it's such a handful of people, and you know hats off to them. You know, oh no, I, I, I envy them. It, it takes a different kind of person to do yeah. that. You have to have some serious drive and a genuine love for the sport, because I know so many people on their basketball team who are good at basketball but don't love basketball. They like it, but they don't love it. And there's a big difference between that, and that difference is going to determine whether you go pro or you just play in for varsity whether you go to college and pursue it or you just stick to the high school um it's sorry about that had a near burp but it's it's a drive that yes very few possess and that's but that's what separates sports that for like the dedicated and then just those who play casually yeah that's what the leagues are for you know that's what high school's for it kind of sorts you out because let me tell you i never did football but i remember going to the uh the hell week or it was like hell month for chaparral so many people in the middle of training just got up and walked out they told them if you don't want to do this just leave you know no harm no foul we don't care if you can't handle this just leave and i swear to you probably i think Half of the entire uh, the attendees for the tryouts left. See, I feel like with high school, a lot of kids go into it thinking like they just get a free spot on the team just to say they're on the team, you know, starting or not. <laughs> Am I wrong? Well, uh, some of us do, Taylor. Some of us are six foot seven, light skin. Well, okay, let me correct myself. Most and have the coach literally looking for us at lunch. You know. You know, I'm not trying to flex, but, you know, the coach sought me out, you know, kind of crazy. I'm just that damn good. Must be nice. Oh, it fucking is. I remember uh, freshman year when I did try out for the basketball team. I I, I would say I, I popped off at the tryouts. Um, there's a specific, uh, specific kid that, like, really, really liked me. His name was, uh, I think his name was Jay. But he really liked the way I played basketball when it came to um, when we were playing the pickup games. And he, he said, like, I guess he had, like, a lot of leeway with the coaches. So he said he was going to do what he could to get me on the team. Because, mm-hmm. you know, he personally liked me that much just because of the way I played. But like, uh, who is this kid, a scout? No, he fun? he was trying out him, him, himself. And um, I he ended up playing all four years. But um, what, what I will never forget that. I want to say his name was Jay. We'll talk. We'll talk. We'll talk. We'll, ta- we'll talk about that later. Nobody wants to hear about some random ass kid they're no, never no, gonna hear. I have never heard of this dude. AJ. AJ. That's his name. You know, let's just get this. I don't know what the hell you're talking about. <laughs> Name's literally insane right now. 
I'm not insane, I swear. Yeah, I know. But, uh, let's see. Back to the NFL, the talk. Because there are some games I want to talk about. Uh, in particular. In particular, though. I want to talk about, let's, pu- let's pull it up right now. Um, I want to talk about Trey Lance right now. I don't know how you've been keeping up with them. I fucking love this kid. I really think he has what it takes to earn that starting position. And I know right now in the uh, like the NFL world right now, there's a huge debate on whether Jimmy G should start or Trey Lance. I'll be honest with you. With the amount – I want to exaggerate this. With the amount of hype going into Jimmy, I personally think he's overrated. I'm not calling him a bad quarterback. I'll, but for I'll the hype, for the hype sucks. The hype we're giving him, he definitely does not deserve. No, he's carried by his defense and a very, very amazing tight end. He he's very bad. He's super overrated. Like he is the definition of overrated. Hello? Okay. Sorry for that, everyone. Uh, Sorry for the technical difficulties. Something in my PC got unplugged, and TV's mic stopped working. But we're back. We are back. My mic decided to fucking commit seppuku in the middle of our recording. I don't know what happened, though. None of the cables are tight. Anyways, Jimmy Jimmy G. Um, Trash. I didn't, you know, when he was on the Patriots... Um, for the couple of games he did play over Tom Brady, I think he was injured uh, during that time. You know, he wasn't all he wasn't all that bad, but um, they definitely put him too high on the horse, um, especially going into the trade initially with San Fran because he had a huge deal with that for just yeah, playing a couple games in New England. Yeah, he was uh, overvalued in my opinion. He's just not good. I don't know how to say. Yeah, I don't think he's that good. I, you know, I know he took the Niners to a Super Bowl, but like he really got carried by that defense. You know who People else I think is a, a little overrated? I don't know about this year, just because I haven't watched him too much. But from last year and looking at his stats, Lamar Jackson. When you look, okay, as a scrambling quarterback, yeah, he's great. But when you looked at the actual stats for um, completions, yards, touchdowns, it it was just pretty average for a quarterback. I wouldn't say it was all that good. You and Lamar Jackson, man, you have gone on this point before. I don't think he's that bad. I don't I think, think he's bad either. Again, as a scrambling quarterback, I think he's fantastic. He's, he's almost impossible to catch because he's so fast. But when we're talking – strictly about passing and you know yards touchdowns he, he's just an average quarterback like i wanted i, I want to say he like at one point he was leading the league in rushing yards over running backs yeah no the dude's fucking fast they want i'm pretty sure they wanted him to play running back or receiver and you know i i get it you know it's a good it's a good trait to go for as a as a quarterback but 
you know, not, that's not going to work all the time. So, you know, when it came to the passing plays, he, you know, that's where he got shut down. I think that if I remember correctly, one of the biggest problems that I had back, I think in 2018 was when he got drafted. It was, he just wasn't very accurate. He yeah. doesn't have an amazing arm, which is fine. There's a lot of quarterbacks that don't, but yeah. they make up for it with accuracy. Yep. He's not very accurate. He's not mm. He's not very accurate. He doesn't have an amazing arm. But I appreciate that he makes up with that with his running game. But I don't know, I don't know, man. I think I, he's getting better, you know? Or we have the stats right in front of us. He's I don't like I said, I haven't seen seen how he how he's been doing. I don't even I don't even know if he's playing in the preseason. Um or, you know, I haven't seen towards the end of the season last year. I just looked at like the main highlights and the stats from uh, ESPN. I mean, we can look at tw- we can look at the stats right now. His 2019, his MVP year, he had 401 attempts, 265 completions, 66% for a completion percentage. I mean, that's not bad. That's not bad at all. Uh, let's see here. 3,100 yards passing the ball. Again, n- not amazing. I think uh, Pat Mahomes threw for 5,000. But do you think that to, – to think, like, that's – people thought that was MVP worthy. Okay, here's where the MVP – the reason why he won MVP comes in because this was all tailored with his amazing running game. He was so good at pushing the ball – running he was so agile just hard to stop he was like michael vick i think he was a, i think he's a better runner than michael vick better runner yeah but michael vick had from what i remember he had amazing accuracy no to, michael to vick was a better quarterback yeah but lamar jackson is the better runner he is much more agile much faster in my opinion and he's much more elusive but there's you know there's a, I, I feel like there's a lot better positions that are suited for that trait Yes, but he is a talented throw of the football. He can, and he is getting better. I think that he's very young in his career. We've, like, we're only looking at it. He's only 23 years old. He's only played three years in the NFL. He's still kind of a baby. He's not exactly an experienced veteran. So, I mean, when he's like 25 to like 28, I think then we'll see what he's capable of. Yeah. Um, I still think he's de- growing and developing, and I expect him to make some huge progress in the throwing game because I think everything else, every other aspect of his game, is solid. It's you know he's got a nice foundation. His running is amazing. He just needs to work on his accuracy. He's not gonna be a deep thrower. He, that's just not his game. He's got some great receivers for it, or at least he did. Does uh, the what was his name? Is it Holiday Brown? Antonio Brown's, I think, cousin or, like, younger brother. I, I didn't follow the Ravens too much, I'll be honest with he, you. They had a nice deep threat receiver. Pretty sure it was, like, the cousin of Antonio Brown. I want to say it was Holiday Brown. Speaking of Antonio Brown, he's on the Raiders right now? Or Browns? Damn, man. You're, just like, stuck in the super pass. No, he's on the Buccaneers. Since when, when did he, he get... He won the Super Bowl with Tom Brady. That's that's right. I forgot yeah. about that. Well, he kind of like 
when when he did get to the Raiders, he got cut or he quote unquote retired. I can't remember what happened. I don't fucking know. I remember. I just remember he fell off the face of the earth for a while, yeah, and then all I of a sudden, poof, he, he's back on back in the NFL. I remember he like I think got like like froze his feet or some shit and like injured himself like freezer burn. I've never I never heard that. You didn't? No, mm-hmm. I remember that he got injured, couldn't go to the practices. I think was getting into some tr- trouble with his wife. All dude, I that remember, that dude has some like issues. No, going he's got on mental issues. And I'm gonna be fair to him. I genuinely think he has CTE. Um, if you remember, it was the he was they were playing against. Fuck, who was it? I think I know exactly what game you're talking about. He there got fucking clocked in the head. Yeah, and I remember and it he was got Vontae knocked out cold. Perfect. It was Vontez perfect, and he got hit right in the head. He I got mean, dude. He got knocked. No, he got knocked out. He was out on the ground. That was that. That on it. Like every, I still see that clip to this day. That like that. That's just crazy. It's just a dirty hit. I don't like Vontez perfect, but. And also, that hit is why Juju laid him the fuck out when they played. Dude, I talk about dude. Talk about karma. Dude, fuck that guy. Fucking asshole. (laughs) Like, no, Taylor, I watched the fucking highlight reel. Every goddamn hit is a dirty fucking hit. This dude is like a fucking asshole. Well, if you look at, dude, if you. As much as I talk highly about Steve Atwater, when you look at his career highlights, he was a dirty player, too. But he was like a human truck. Yeah, but I'll give Steve Atwater this. There were a good amount of hits that are on its highlight reel that are legal hits. But like, it seemed like to me every hit that Vontez Perfect has is a fucking uh like a fucking illegal hit. Like the hit on was it was it illegal Antonio Brown? I don't know if he collided helmets or he just like trucked them with his fucking shoulder pad. Oh. I can't remember, but what was the other big, uh, big fight that went down? I remember, I remember the 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 scenario. I just can't remember the teams, but this the dude clocked uh someone in the head with the with his own helmet. You remember that? You're thinking of the Steelers and Browns game, Mason was it? Rudolph and uh Miles Garrett? Yes, was yeah. it Miles Garrett that clocked him in the head with his with his yeah. own helmet? That situation's so weird. Um, I I get it like tensions high you know you're you're you know hot, what, what's the word I'm looking for I don't want to say hot blooded but you 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 know you're amped up you yeah know, you're in the middle of a game yeah you know you you're gonna you're gonna lash out but to pretty much you know lethally hit someone with a potential weapon because helmets are hard it's designed oh, yeah. to protect you yeah. oh, no, you to, kill to clock a dude right on the head with something that hard. And keep in mind, like, we're talking a defensive end here, so you can imagine the strength on that dude. No, no, Taylor. Just to give people a reference how strong these people are, so a few years back, the Chicago Bulls were having a normal practice, and they're two big men, Nikola Mirotic and Bobby Portis. Both, I think, are – I know that Bobby Portis is 6'10". I think Nikola Mirotic is, like, 6'7", 6'8". So these are big fucking guys. They got into a fist fight, and – I think Nikola Mirotic had a broken nose, jaw, and, like, his whole face was busted up and broken. Like, these guys Jesus. have insane amounts of power behind their fucking uh, their movements and their punches and shit. 
they're fucking dude. I don't even know how to describe them. They're they're just professional athletes. They're fucking strong, and for someone like Miles Garrett with that much fucking muscle, he could probably fucking murder him. I'm pretty sure like a good hit placed at the right place on the head could probably kill him. Hundred yeah. percent. I wouldn't be surprised. Now, from what I rec- remember. He, I think uh, Mason Rudolph had said something ra- racial to Miles Garrett, which really was that what it was over the edge. I think that was. I, I, you're you're starting to spark my memory. I remember hearing after a little while that he said something racist to Miles Garrett, and that's what sent him over the edge. And if, I guess if, apparently he had been trash talking him the whole game. See, if that's the case, though, like I would. You know, I would, I probably would have taken the same course of action if you know, if if you yes talk no. racially to me. Well, especially when you're you you know you're all, you're already heated up, and you have all this adrenaline going, and to to have that so over the edge. I don't take too kindly about people who are racist. I'm gonna be honest with you. I mean, no, neither do I, but I don't know if I want to murder them. Well, That's another thing. Well, I think I would. I probably I would. I would have. I wouldn't, I, you know, I'm putting myself in his shoes. I probably wouldn't have clocked him with a helmet, but I definitely would have tried to beat the shit out of him. Like, okay, if you want to punch him, that's fine. You know, you but, really fuck him up, but you probably won't kill him. But to hit him with a helmet, that's... that That's that is a different much. story, but, you know, I, I'm trying to give him the benefit of the doubt. You know, everything's happening so fast and quick. You know, you're, you're heated. You know, again, adrenaline's rushing. You, you you think you think on instinct, you know maybe maybe that that was just instinct. Not yeah. saying it was the right course of action, but you know, sometimes Steeler people fan, don't have control over themselves. When I'm gonna give Miles Garrett the benefit of the doubt because Mason Rudolph looks exactly like that type to say some racist ass shit. He looks like the fucking country club white boy with the what what are they like the pink cardigan sweater tied around his. <laughs> fucking shoulders the, the, khaki, ex- the khaki shorts yeah the polos. he looks exactly like that kind of fucking douche so i'll give miles garrett benefit of the doubt but it's just it's a messy situation you know i would have just punched him and left it at that but uh, speaking of the you know wealthy and the um rich let's talk about some cars taylor there have been a lot of cars coming Oof, out. I've been waiting for this topic. Yeah, I know you have. You know, that's why I wanted to, uh, you know, get the sports segment over with. But there have been plenty of cars that you have informed me on that have come out from brands we'll never be able to afford. Way out of our price ranges. What are you talking about, dude? It's pocket change. I can come yeah. up with that in two seconds in oh, my yeah, dreams. We're, we're making so much <laughs> money on the side. It's unbelievable. God, a wa- dude, my- a whopping donut. <laughs> dude, I I pray for that they have deals at the donut shop around door. I want those donut holes for a dollar. But what was it? You were showing me the McLaren, right? Yes, it was the Sabre. Mm. It's I don't know if it's released now, but I know they just unveiled the the concept of it a couple days. Was it, I don't know if it was a couple days ago. Or if it was today. I just remember seeing it online. I gotta say though. The car does look amazing. Obviously it's a McLaren. It's gonna look good. But I really like. 
some of the curves. We talked about this a, a bit earlier. There are some parts where I always think like with these luxury cars, they do too much. Well, it's not it's not made to be a, a luxury car. The, the, the main goal for these car manufacturers is to be the fastest in the world. And right now, I don't know if it still stands true, but I the last stat that I remember like really, really reading in depth on was back when uh, Porsche made the 918 Spider and the Koenigsegg had the, I can't remember if it was the one-to-one or the one before that. Um, I think it was the one-to-one. Um, you the one about this before I remember this. The one, tr- yeah. you know, the one track to truly test if the car is the fastest in the world is the, I'm sorry if I'm pronouncing it wrong. It's the, the Nürburgring. I, if I remember right, it's in Germany. Um, that's like the one course is where it, is it like Nuremberg? It's I, I want it. I'm almost positive it's called the Nuremberg. But okay. um, that's where all of these car manufacturers take their cars to test their true speed because it has enough corners and enough straights to test the top speed and to test the bat the best lap. Is it the Nuremberg? Yep. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I do remember I was watching a documentary with um the the guy behind the Koenigsegg, I can't remember his name, but they were, it was his car and the 918 Spider both on the track trying to, you know, record which had the fa- the fastest lap. And the, the 918 surprise, you know, it, it was behind the Koenigsegg when it came to the final lap time. But during one of the corners, I want to say the Koenigsegg, Right above the decibel meters too high. Which is fucking stupid, by the way. Which automatically disqualified the car from having the world record time. If you don't mind me interjecting, that is so fucking stupid. You are having a race and your car has to be quiet enough. Yeah, that was... That's fucking stupid. That is the dumbest rule I've ever heard. But I want to say that's what disqualified them uh, from that lap time. So for for that year, 918 technically held the record for the fastest lap. That's so Which stupid. therefore made it the fastest car in the Taylor, world. Taylor, Taylor, just a, like a scenario to like show you how dumb that is. That's like a, a quarterback not being able to throw the football too fast. Yeah, it's not fair. It's, what the <laughs> fuck? That doesn't make any sense. No, I I, I I agree with you, man. That that is really stupid. So they want, especially when it comes to like when you look at us car guys, we we like the car being loud. Yeah, no one wants a quiet ass mm. car. No nothing like getting a hard on from hearing a nice ass V10 exhaust, am I right? Yeah, <laughs> man. I have so much experience hearing those. Every morning I I I start I start my V10 up. Oh my god. V10, huh? Yeah. You know, yeah. every every night when I'm dreaming, yeah, I always start up my V10. Civic, uh, too much credit, pal. Giving it too much credit. Hey, keep talking shit on my Civic. Civic's okay. It's just Hon- Civic. Hey, Honda's reliable. That's yeah. the only. Re- that's the only reason why I got the Civic because why it was reliability. Because I'm not trying to pay for any repairs on the car, especially after what I went through with the Mustang. If you're gonna get a new car, though, you don't have to worry about new new uh, parts. Well, it's not about parts. It's just any like any damage that might happen throughout right uh driving the car um and i know honda's the most reliable because look at uh look at todd the 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 shit that he put his civic through and the fact that it's still not broken to this day the stories he used to tell me dude he purposely ran it on no oil for five days straight man i wish that was me 
I ran my car he, a day without oil and he, fucking it. He drowned his car in octane booster. You're only I think you're only supposed to put a bottle in, and that's for like higher horsepower cars. We're talking a civic here. And he's dumping like a bottle and a half of octane booster in his tank. Jesus Christ. Just so he can get that couple horsepower to make his car go bang bang. He took off his, you know, I, it didn't really damage the car, but he took off his mufflers, pretty much had the car straight piped. Like, he he put that car through hell, and it's still working to this day. Todd, if you ever hear this, what the fuck, man? Jesus Christ. Let me tell you, though, his, his BMW, I think it's an E3. E3? Yeah. Um, it's, it's looking pretty sexy right now. Is it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. He... he I don't know if he put a wide body kit on it, but he definitely put some sort of a uh, f- uh, fender body kit on it, um, and it's definitely looking really good right now. He just has to match the paint, or unless if he keeps keeps the the off white. God damn, that's nice. Yep. But enough talking about people. The audience doesn't know. Yeah, back I on back on the these high end cars. So the the McLaren Sabre, that's looking pretty sexy. Um, pretty good. I know Lamborghini just posted their new, I'm going to call it a remastered Countach because they're pretty much remaking the, the, the old style Countach, which I love. I got to say, I'm as being like a casual car person again. And I think I told you this, this car is such a, it's pretty much like a remaster. Mm-hmm. They took all the original concept of the car and just remastered it for the modern age. I really like it. I like when they stick with the original concept. Um, because, you know, that that's what the, the name, li- the when I say the name, the specific car model, that's what it lives for. Yeah. When you when you call it a Countach and you switch it up, it's like, what's the point of calling it a Countach? Since we're talking about that, let's talk about the Mach-E. <laughs> Since we're talking about oh, trying to keep it to the Mustang, buddy. I don't know why they had to slap Mustang behind the Mach-E makes no fucking sense i don't understand it like again it, it it's honestly like just a uh a reliable it's suv just an electric suv is what it is. i don't know why you had to slap mustang on it i don't think it has like anything going in its uh the only thing is the taillights that is about it <coughs> they're mustang-esque but i told you the sailor Ford fucking sucks at making cars. Besides the Mustang and the Fusions, I agree. Fusions, the Focus. What the fuck else do they make? I agree, but when it comes to the Mustangs, they never fail to disappoint. No, they I had they had a couple they had a couple years where it definitely uh, steered me away. Twenty uh, tens. <laughs> no, that yeah, yes. the twenty ten yes. like the twenty tens to twenty thirteens after that mo- uh, after that model, and then. It wasn't the Fox Body Mustangs of the '94. It was um. It was the '80s Mustangs. It was such a disgrace of a model. You know, I gotta look this up because I haven't seen the '80s Mustangs. I want it because I know my dad owned one, and he said it was just horrific. <laughs> this is fucking gross. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This That's it so right nasty. there. And that, what what year is that? '82. This is eighty. This is fucking disgusting, guys. That was a, that was a disgrace for Mustangs. It's not even. It doesn't even look like a fucking muscle car. It just, it just looks like a normal compact car. What the fuck is this, bro? Get but um, 
But no, like I said, Mustang, Mustang other than those two models, Mustangs Ooh. never fail to disappoint. Yeah, no, I will give you this. The they, they have the Mustang? best body styles. The, the 60s model, okay, the 2016 so model, the 2000 model, especially the SVTs, dude. God, what I, what would I, you know, what I would give up just to own a Cobra. Okay, you just said something um, controversial. So the '69 Mustangs have the best body types. Hate to break of the of the Mustang. Okay, I'm about to say the '69 Charger has a better body. Look at this beautiful machine. I'm not gonna say it's bad, but in my opinion, the Mustang body style is better. Nope, fuck you. You're wrong, and you're a Mustang driver, and you're a Challenger driver. Biased. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. Excuse me. You've owned you've owned what two Challengers and a Charger. Hold on. Your let's, your household at least. Let's not make the audience think we're too rich. We still need donations eventually. Um I am not a challenger or charger owner. I own a twenty ten Ford Fusion. So I don't know but where with he's his, pulling this from. With his household. Sorry. Yes. My household is a predominantly Dodge family. We've had the we had a twenty twelve Dodge Charger, which was a terrible model. I hate the I hate like the up the to yacht. like 2014, I the think. yacht, like from like yeah, or no. We may be labeled boats, but you guys are yachts. They're oh, heavier. Whatever. At least we don't run over crowds. That's the driver, not the car. Stop talking yeah. shit. Have Crazy. you seen me hit any crowds? No, exactly. Not yet. Not yet. yet. <laughs> I'm just waiting for that one day where you get pushed over the edge, Taylor. It's coming. That's that's the one thing I I don't like. Uh, with with the the oh. when people come uh say Mustangs, they're yeah, always they're... like, oh, crowd hitters, crowd hitters, oh, go <laughs> hit a crowd, and it's like I get it. That that's like when you look up Mustang like peelouts, it always it it always ends up them losing control. Why is it that I watched a video not too long ago of a Mustang peeling out, like you said, and fucking hit like three people? What is wrong with you guys? It's honestly just the drivers, dude. Like I don't know what else to tell you. The the car, I would argue, handles the same same way as every car. It's not like you know it, it lacks traction. I remember, yeah. I do remember seeing a video the other day. This Mustang was uh, trying to drift into the left lane, and he spun out and hit a car and just fucking gunned it away. And I'm like, <laughs> dude, I would be so like not as not I would the guy the guy that got hit by the Mustang. I would be so pissed if I see him trying to drive away. Oh yeah, absolutely. But um, my like when it came when it. I'm sorry, audience. We're we're looking at some fucking memes right now about not Mustang. we. He is. He's trying to talk shit on my cars, dude. Th- but no, okay. look up. No, look up. Um. The the 2021 GT500 Super Snake, that is probably like the sexiest modern day car, right now. All right, that's a big fucking like. Wait till you see it. Just drop right now. As a sports car. I mean, it's you nice. cannot tell me that's it, clean. It is nice. I, I'm not gonna. The only you, but. the only thing I have to really talk down on them on, they did not make any manual cars. It it was all automatic. And I get I it for that. I get it, it for speed purposes, but as a car, you know, as a car community, like at least give us the option for a manual. Change my mind, but I prefer automatic. Again, I don't know the drive stick, but I 
I just want to put it in drive and go. I don't want to fucking have to worry about what gear I'm in and, you know, whether I have to downshift. See, you don't have to worry about that when it when it just naturally comes to you. You naturally know, oh, I should be downshift. You no, don't I even know. have it's, to downshift. It's, it's a skill you learn, but, but I don't want to learn it. You have so much more fun driving when you are driving do you, a Taylor, stick. Taylor, do you remember the drive the micro center? You were fucking gassed. Dude. That's different. That's which if we're talking zero traffic and you just joyriding, well, Taylor, when you, you have, have zero so traffic? much more fun. I let me tell you, that's also because I drove a stick every day. Now that I have the Civic, every time that I drive the Mustang to work, because I still have to drive it once a week, I have so much fun in that car. Look, Taylor, let me ask you this: What fucking roads are empty in this goddamn town? Okay, pal. What, what roads? Because I want to know. The back roads. <laughs> okay. You got the fucking heat. There's like 20 stop signs. On but no, I want to say if you take um, wine country, it's pretty uh, pretty open. Yeah, but do you really want to go that fast on wine country? Yes. All right. I've, I've, line, per- I've personally gone 75 on that road. This fucking guy. Never mind. You just admitted to a fucking federal crime on live on air right now. The speed limit's sixty five. What are you talking about? Ten yeah. miles over? I can't believe you've done I'm you've done worse. From a fucking... you, you... Let's not talk about my habits. Yeah, exactly. We're talking about you. Speaking of speaking of habits, you're gonna tell me why you got pulled over yesterday. Yeah. What'd yeah. you get pulled over for yesterday, so... Tavian? Um, for context, so that you know this with the situation, I was I drove all the way to Rialto to pick up my brothers from my dad's house to help my mom out. I'm as I'm pulling out of the driveway of my dad's house, he you know he calls me on the phone. He's like, "Hey, your both your taillights are out," like you know. Um, and he said the weird part was that I like br- I press on the brake pedal to like slow down so that he could see them and he said they're on now so they work they're just not turning on and i don't i this is irresponsible of me but i still don't know how to fully operate my car the headlights come on at night but i don't know how to turn the taillights on manually but they work when i brake, they come on yeah but so i managed to get on the freeway get home and literally taylor two minutes from my fucking house the library near my house? Yeah. Literally, I got pulled over right in front of the library. I was so pissed. Do not tell me it was for the taillights. Well, at first I didn't know that because I was going 65, 70. <laughs> in a um, 55. Keep in mind, guys, the road he's talking about is a 55. Is a 55 yeah. And you're uh, going and you want to talk I, shit about me Taylor, speeding? I was I was in the lane as a cop. I was a car behind the cop. I got into the left lane, sped up past everyone. And got in front, and that's when the sirens turned on. I was like, "Fuck, dude, I'm gonna have to pay such a massive fucking fine." You didn't but, know you didn't notice the big police sticker on the side of the car? No, I did. I even looked at him, but <laughs> I'm just fucking. That's retarded, why he pulled you over. You locked eye contact with him. Dude, I'm fucking <laughs> retarded, dude. Yeah, I fucking made eye contact because I was pushing eighty. But so I get pulled over. I go to the side, and Taylor just instinctively, I put my hands up. I, I didn't you did I not. My, I put my hands. You up. literally went like this. I put my hands up. I was just fucking. I put down my milkshake I got from Jack in the Box. I was like, I'm not getting shot. I'm not getting put on a fucking T-shirt today. But he comes out to the car and he's like, 
he's like, the first thing he tells me is like, don't worry, buddy. I'm not getting you for speeding. I just, you know, you're a taillights are out. So I, I love how that's, I love how that's the first thing he says. Don't worry. I'm not going to dink you for speeding. You were speeding, but I'm not oh, going to dink you. Absolutely. <laughs> but to be fair, there was no one in front of me. Like the whole fucking road was clear. So I guess it wasn't much of a public danger. But I mean, that is complete negligence on his part. I did speed. Not going to deny that. But yeah, so I, I still have my hands up at this point. I'm not putting this fucking <laughs> hands down until this, this person tells me. That cracks but, me up. Yeah. Um, but honestly, call me racist, but as soon as I saw he was Mexican, I immediately got relieved. I was like, okay, maybe I won't get shot today. But he, so, he, you know, he asked for a driver license and all that. You know, he went, ran my record and everything. Everything was good. He let me go home. But holy shit, dude, what a fucking, such a tense moment. That was my first time getting pulled over. I remember my first time. When did you get pulled over? Finish your story and then I can tell mine. That is the end of my story. It's not that That's the end of your story? Okay. Yeah, so it, it was uh, just taillights were out. They were working, but they weren't like the, on. The weird part is, yeah, they work perfectly fine. But so that's why I'm not trying to drive okay. out late at night anymore. Um, But no, I've only, I've only gotten pulled over once. And... Just to just to to put it out there, I did almost get arrested that what th- the that fuck? time. It was I was seventeen. The di- it was the night before my birthday. Me and my friends went to go play bowling because um I was getting my I was gonna be getting my tattoo on my on my first tattoo on my on my eighteenth birthday. So my friends wanted to celebrate the day be- the night before, so we went bowling. Um, we went to Jack, was it Jack in the Box? No, it was Carl's Jr. afterwards. And they're like, you know, keep in mind, we all have loud cars. I had my Mustang with the aftermarket exhaust. I'm not going to specify what, just in case of uh, specific people are listening. I'm not trying to get dinked for that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. But um, then you had Todd. That was the guy with the pretty much straight pipe Civic that I was talking about earlier that pretty well, much ran that car to oh okay so he he had it he had a resonator delete he had a fat ass fart he called it a fart cannon because it was just a huge exhaust tip what that that it had to be welded on because it was too big um so you 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 pretty much you can easily say it was straight piped he burned out his cats i remember watching that happen you saw little black particles coming out of the exhaust tips that was his cat um so he had he pretty much had his cats burned away so it was pretty much straight piped then you had my other friend that drove a Jeep. That was 100% straight piped. It was an older Jeep, so he was able to get away oh, with it. Up. Yeah. yeah. Up. Um, okay. his, his Jeep was completely uh, straight piped. And I want to throw this out there. Between the Jeep, the Civic, and my Mustang, believe it or not, my car was the quietest. That's so going further into the story, Christ. we're sitting at Carl's Jr. Oh, that's another... It, it was my other friend. He had a he had a Corolla at a time. He Corolla at the time. He has a 350Z now. Um, I know you talking about. But he had a Corolla, so you know there really wasn't much threat with him. Um, we're all sitting down. We just got done eating. The night was still young. It was like ten o'clock. You know that's, that's young for you. That's not that wasn't very late for you know at that yeah, age, especially during school, especially yeah. during Christmas break when yeah. you literally had jack shit to do. Um, so they're like, yo, let's hit up, uh, let's hit up the mall. Let's go up the parking garage. We, you know, set off some car alarms. Fucking this was, this was a, this was a couple days before new year's. 
So you can imagine how busy the mall is getting. Mm-hmm. So at first I was against it. I'm like, I don't know if I want to do that. You know, I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to put myself in any danger with the, with a, the or just be a public nuisance. Yeah, exactly. An and uh, let's just say peer pressure got me. I'm, I'm trying to have fun. It's before my birthday, man. Um, so I said, you know, let's do it. Uh, they also, they're like, oh, it's probably dead right now. Cause it, it was 10 o'clock. I would have, I would have assumed the mall was dead. So, uh, you know, no, I'm like, someone, okay. As someone who worked in the mall, the mall does not die out until the moment it closes. I can't tell you how many people would still be roaming the mall at like, when did we close? 10 at like nine fifty eight, nine fifty nine. It was fucking ridiculous. Um, but no, so I, I got convinced to go to the mall. So we went there. We we're going up the parking garage. Let me tell you, like every floor was full. And you have these three jackasses in their cars revving the car up. Keep in mind, like if we're revving the car, especially mine, especially since you guys may, you know, obviously you don't know me. But all my all the friends that do know me well enough, I am very passive with my car. Yes, he is. I, I will rev it to make it loud, but... I have like a mental limit to let my car go. I will not let my car rev up past 4,000 RPM in neutral. Just because in my head, I tell myself, if you go any higher, you're potentially going to blow the motor because you're over revving it because it's an old car. So it's a risk that I didn't want to put on it. So when we all, you know, back to the story, we were going up and, you know, the other two guys that we were with, they're, they're obviously fucking redlining it, setting off every car alarm possible. You know, I'm Jesus sitting in the back. Christ. You know, I'm being loud, but my version of loud with the whole, you know, nothing above 4,000 RPM. Yeah. So we get to the top of the, the garage. We go to park. Then the little mall cop on his bicycle comes up. He goes, hey, you guys need to leave. And we, tr- <laughs> we tried to pull it off. We're like, oh, we're just trying to hang out up here for a little bit. They're like, no, you need to leave. Um, and as we were leaving, you know, we're doing the same thing. We're, we're being loud going down. Um, and the, the, the mall cop was following behind us on his bike. I was, it was the, it was the civic in front, the Jeep, then me, and then the Corolla in the back. Um, so we're going down. Um, like I said, we're being loud. I want to say, I want to say this now. We were not going fast. My car in fir- in first gear, again, with my mental limit, I don't go past 3,500 RPM when I'm in gear. So when 3,500 RPM in first gear, I'm only going like 15, 20 miles an hour. That's still pretty uh, fast for a parking garage. That's still fast for a parking garage. But you also got to keep in mind, you know, we're going down. I'm more putting I'm more putting the clutch in and revving it because you're almost turning so fast, you really have no time to speed up. Yeah. You yeah. you can vouch for that. Yeah, so we're no, going no. down, Malkoff's behind us chasing us. We get to the bottom, probably setting off every car alarm in the garage in the in the garage. Um and the Civic in front, he tells us he points left, basically telling us to follow him. And we're like, what the fuck? Why would you know what is you know what what would he need to tell us at this time? But we we followed him into the into the parking lot right outside the garage, and we he we all get out of the car and he goes, dude, they called the cops on us. We need to go. 
It's like, no shit, dude. So we all got back in our cars. And as we're all turning turning on our cars, the Civic was pulling out and the cop pulled up. Um, there was, was two. There's, there's two exits. The Civic went out the one exit. But the way that I was pulling out, the cop came from that exit. He didn't turn on his lights at all. He just kind of he kind of sat there, watched me. We locked eye contact for a couple seconds, and like, you know, I waited a couple seconds to see if he would turn his lights on. Didn't, so I'm like, okay, I'm just gonna go. So then we pull out, and to this day, I think it's because I went left. I didn't, or because I went right. I didn't want to go left because it was a double yellow. I didn't want to get pulled over for crossing a double yellow. So I went right. So I'm assuming the cop assumed I was going back in the garage. I think that's why he turned on his lights. But anyways, as soon as I turned right, turned on his lights. Um, and I'm like, fuck, dude. Again, it's the night before my birthday. And I'm getting pulled over. I'm 17. So he pulls me over. And... I'm, you know, I'm not going to, as a 17 year old being pulled over for the first time, I'm not much of a troublemaker. I didn't know what to do. So I pulled into a, a, into a parking spot in the shopping center where Shogun is. Um, and the cop comes up to me. He goes, it's a pretty nice car. I'm like, th- I'm like, thank you. He goes, V8. I'm like, yeah. He goes, yeah, I can tell. Turn it off. So I'm like, okay. So I turn off my car and uh, he goes, you know how fast you were going down the parking garage? I'm like, no, sir. He goes, you were going 35 miles an hour. And in my head, I'm like, was I really? And that's why I wanted to bring up before. In first gear, with my with my mental limit, the top speed I would go is 20 miles an hour before I shift. So, but I didn't want to question the cop, dude. This, no, like, you're at a I, I'm trying situation. to, yeah, exactly. So he's like, yeah, you're going 35 miles an hour. And he goes on this whole tangent and, you know, rightfully so. You know, about how so many, you know, he has to pull over so many people doing the same shit. A couple times he've, he's witnessed people getting hit by guys doing that. Um, he was just talking about how devastating it was and all this and that. Um, he asked me for my ID, you know, all, 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 the, all that shenanigans. He goes, oh, you're, you're almost turning 18. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. He goes, you know, I, you know I can arrest you for tonight, right? I'm like, yeah, I know. Because, you know, he... he wanted he mentioned that it, this was considered this was considered reckless driving um so he's like i could arrest you right now and i to you know thinking back you know that i'm talking about this i think the only reason why he didn't arrest me was because i was 17 i was yeah. still a kid well i think I, I look change my opinion but at least cops out here i don't really think they want to lock up young no kids like they, us. they definitely have sympathy for us no i think they just want to give us a warning yeah you know, um, but yeah, back to my story. So he, you know, he ran my inch, you know, he ran everything. I, I, I could not believe, like, believe what I heard during the moment. I thought I was getting a ticket, you know, car getting impounded, all that, because when you get arrested for reckless driving, they impound the car, you got to retrieve, you know, you got to pay like 200 bucks to get the car back, you know, all that, all that. Um, yeah. And every day it's like another hundred bucks, but he goes, uh, is your dad, awake? you know, are your parents awake? I'm like, yeah, I think, you know, I think he, I think they're home right now. He's like, give me their phone number. So he calls my dad. Thankfully, my dad picked up because he normally doesn't pick up calls from random numbers. But this one time he did. 
So the cop, basically the cop, to to summarize, he didn't, he wasn't writing me up. He wasn't giving me a ticket. It wasn't going on my record, but he did, he would not let me drive the car home. So that's why he called my dad to come pick up the car. And then I go home with him. And let me tell you, my dad was ready to choke me to death. (laughs) He was fucking pissed and Dude. rightfully so i would be pissed too knowing your dad i feel i think knowing his rules when especially when you're taking us home after school i could imagine he'd be fucking livid yeah so he was pissed but um you know they they, they he took the car home i rode with with rode with my sister because i had a friend i had a friend in a car with me the whole entire time hmm. i don't want it was uh walter Oh shit! Wait, he, you didn't even tell me he went. He he was in the he was in the car with me. Um, only because he didn't. I think he had a license, but he didn't have a car. Um, okay. so he 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 witnessed the whole entire thing. Um. But yeah, you know, long long story short, after that, I I was originally gonna get punished, but the way my dad saw it, he knew what kind of kid I was. He knew that this is this isn't something I normally do, so he just let it go especially because i didn't get a ticket i didn't get written up wasn't going on my record and i didn't get uh arrested you got off real lucky pal i was i i dodged a literal bullet um and i i brought this up for the rest of the school year and this is why i said it at the beginning i was the quietest car the fact that i got pulled over just because I'm driving a Mustang. That kind of pissed me off. Yeah, you, you I, know, cannot exaggerate, I cannot exaggerate. I cannot There's probably a crowd nearby. He thought, damn, this man really might just run into him right now. <laughs> Better stop this. But, like, I, I could not exaggerate. I'm, like, you got two straight pipe cars, and then you have me. And you pull me over. You know. I don't know. Maybe he just didn't get a chance to get to them. The Jeep was the last one to pull out. But uh, but yeah, that w- that's my story on how I almost got arrested. Interesting. I actually didn't know a lot of this. I was surprised. And that is also why, like that, that plays a huge factor on why I don't speed. I'm not trying to get pulled over again, especially now since I'm paying for my own insurance. You know how much that would skyrocket. Taylor, trust me, I know. I got into a <laughs> fender bender not too long ago. My insurance went up by quite a bit for a almost pretty much harmless crash literally i received more damage than they did my insurance went up by like 50 dollars. i remember my first crash my whole back bumper got taken off well that wasn't i don't that's still such a weird situation i don't know how that happened the guy was on his phone yeah but how did your bumper get taken off he hit me that hard we were this was um again in high school and i you know i didn't like taking the main roads because of how busy it was so i was i always took the back roads um and they just they had the light up for a while down on Poroy, but um you know i i understand why some people would be thrown off especially if they haven't driven on that road for a while but the light was red and i'm you know i'm sitting at the light and this dude fucking rams me like i'm in the middle of the intersection that's how hard he hit me um, my dumbass thought I stalled because I thought I left it in first gear. 
So I'm like, did I stall? And Jonah was in the car with me. Um, those of you who don't know Jonah, he should be coming up in the next couple episodes on the podcast. Yeah, we're, um, we're gonna we, we're gonna go about having him as a permanent third member. Are we? I don't. I, I mean, I know we. T- wow. I know we talked briefly on it. Right. Um, worst case scenario, he will be. He will be coming up on the show soon. Well, I, you might want to cut this part out, but there have been some developments that I should probably tell you about after this episode. Okay. But yeah, if you want to cut this part out, no. Okay. Yeah. No, um. Okay. Yeah, we'll talk later. But um, back to what I was saying. He was in the car with me, and like I said, my dumbass thought I stalled, so I got out of the car. Or no, no, no. I didn't get out of the car. Jonah's like, no, dude, you got, you just got rear-ended. I'm like, seriously? How did you not know that? Like, because you when you, it? when you stall a car, the car jerks forward. Not that much forward. Again, my <laughs> dumbass thought I stalled. I'm you not. You stalled I, like, the middle of the goddamn intersection. So no. So he's like, Jonah's like, dude, you got hit. I'm like, did I? I'm like, no fucking way. So I get, <laughs> I get out of the car. I check. There, there's debris all over the road. I thought the dude hit and ran. So I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? But it's like, I didn't want to stay in the middle of the intersection. So I got back in the car. I pulled off into the side street just so, like, it would clear up. Yeah, traffic Thankfully, is, you know, the guy up. stayed behind. He, you know, we, we, we did all that shenanigans. But he hit me hard enough to the point where the bumper came completely off. Um, The bar that holds the exhaust tip up, that got... uh. That that came off too, so my my exhaust pipe was pretty much dragging on the floor. But um, the the one thing that really really pissed me off, cause like I I knew his insurance wasn't gonna pay for it. Yeah, no. I was supposed to get my exhaust that weekend. <laughs> <laughs> like I you know I I was saving up for months of just you know chore money, you know I my dad you know dad always gave me uh, lunch money. I would, I would. got chore money, chore money and lunch what money. The fuck? Yeah, so I would purposely not eat lunch at school to save the money, um, to the point for the exhaust because the it was gonna cost like four hundred dollars. Um, so I just saved up enough and I was gonna take it that weekend, but then I got rear-ended, so I had to you know hold it off for another couple of weeks while they fixed the car. Yeah. So, you brought up something very interesting that I um. Oh, in my no. head. Oh no! Yep, yep. I know where this the is next going. Next topic, baby. I know where this so is going. So you mentioned that you were skipping lunch to save it for the exhaust, but <sighs> yes. the skipping lunch part yes. is very interesting to me. So w- me and Taylor have been going, you know, a little little tiffs every now and then over his very shitty diet. You know, it's not what he's eating; it's the the, quant- the quantity. Jesus can't talk yes. right now. It's yes. the quantity. This man maybe eats a muffin a day. Not a muffin, no. Oh, my bad. He Maybe he's like a breakfast burrito once a day, and that's, I guess, good enough to get him, like, fueled for the rest of the day. Yeah. Taylor, explain your terrible eating habits. What do you, I mean, I don't know how you want me to explain it, but I'll tell you why I don't, you know, why I don't have an appetite. Here, here I'll explain it real quick, though. So, this man, <laughs> like, verbatim, eats, like, a single thing for the whole day. Like, I don't know. I know you mentioned to me that you don't often just eat muffins for the day, but this was the last thing you mentioned to me. You have a like a muffin and something else really small, and that's all you ate for the whole day. Yeah, didn't touch another piece of food. No. So let me explain that day first, and then I'll explain my whole you know why I do what I do. 
It wasn't a muffin. I was wor- it was it was Thursday. Was it no? It it was our first podcast. It was on a Monday. I was opening. So mm. whenever I open and this is this is out of sheer laziness in the morning. I don't want to make anything. I'm already getting up at four in the morning just to have coffee. So when it comes to breakfast, I don't want to make anything. So I literally just grab whatever's easy to eat. And um what did I even have that morning? It just so happened my dad got a, a dozen box of donuts. So I grabbed myself a donut. I had myself a donut for breakfast, had my cup of coffee, I went to work. Um I'll talk about my appetite during work later, but you know, after work, you know, I was hungry. I had a bowl of cereal. Just just to hold me over till dinner. But then you came out, you know, I forgot that we wanted to do the test run for the podcast. Um, so you, you ended up coming over. We recorded. We didn't get done till eight o'clock. And even then we're talking things over about how we wanted things structured. Think you I, know, we had to make all the accounts and all I that. I think I stayed like an hour and a half over. You didn't, you, d- you didn't end up leaving the house until 1030. And it Why wasn't. Was that late? Mm-hmm. I remember. Damn. Um, and, and then, it, you know, I, I, it wasn't, on, you know, food wasn't on my mind. So when you left, um, I remember Cameron was, uh, was texting me cause he wanted to play. Um, so I was more focused on, you know, spending t- quality time with other friends. So I, you know, I, I hopped on, played some zombies. Um, and then my sister walked in the room and she goes, dude, you didn't eat dinner. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I did. And she goes, no, you didn't. And I'm like, I didn't. I'm like, eh, whatever. It was 1030. I only, you know, I, I ended up playing for like 30, 45 minutes. We played like one zombie round. And, um, I was, you know, since I opened, I was tired. So I'm like, I'm just going to go to bed. So I, I just went to bed. I didn't eat dinner. So that's all I had for that day. But let me explain why I do that. Specifically for days I open. Cause I typically, I'm, I'm opening mid or closing. So opening and mid apply the same just because i wake up early um i you know you always make fun of me for it i wake up three hours before i have to go in i have my reasons i'll explain maybe in another episode or you know (laughs) if you guys even care but i wake up three hours before i have to go in um and i already said it before i'm you know this is out of sheer laziness i don't want to make breakfast i don't want to make eggs i don't want to make toast i'm i'm too lazy to throw a pop tart in the oven just so it's like warmed up I literally just want to grab something I can eat and drink my coffee. So I'll grab whatever's easy. And then during my whole shift, you know, nobody understands where this adrenaline comes from. But like, I, you know, I'm always so like, got to do this, got to do this, got to do this. Oh, I got to get this done. You know, that, that adrenaline builds up. So you don't have an appetite when you have an adrenaline and, you know, slap on the wrist i don't take breaks because there you know i just have so much shit to do back there so i you know through a eight hour shift i'll only have lunch um so what you know with the first you know before the before my fifth hour i'm just working i have you know i obviously have water back there to drink but you know i don't take breaks to eat and then when it does come to lunchtime i have so much adrenaline built up i'm not hungry i just want to fucking drink a red bull because I need to get that energy back from all the work that I just put in. I need to make sure I can last the rest of my shift. So I'll drink a red, you know, I'll literally have a Red Bull 
every one of my shifts. That's how it's been for the last two weeks. Yeah. This dude lives on fucking Red Bull and willpower. So, I so I'll you know, I'll drink a Red Bull on lunch, and then when I get back, you know, I have, you know, three, four and a half hours left of my shift. Um, I just work that out, you know, go home. Typically, by the time I get home, I get hungry. But it's like I don't want to eat something big because I'm going to be eating dinner soon. So I'll, you know, I'll snack maybe or I'll just starve myself until dinner. Um, I'll have dinner and then that's it for the night. When I close, when I close, my sister will make breakfast every morning because she has to make it for her baby. So she's, you know, out of, you know, sheer, uh, sheer love. She makes me breakfast. Um, so I'll have, you know, that, that's like the one meaty breakfast I'll have. It's usually eggs, toast, hash browns, maybe some pancakes if she feels like it, um, to substitute the toast. Um, I'll go to work. Same thing. Don't take breaks on lunch. Don't have an appetite, you know, finish off my shift. We don't close till 10 o'clock. So at 10 o'clock I go home, eat dinner, go to bed. So that's why my diet is the way it is. It's not because I do it on purpose. It's just because that's just how my body reacts. Um, but lately, I don't know what has gotten into me. I, like, I've been getting really stuck inside my head. So I've been, st- not purposefully, but I've been starving myself even more with less food. Jesus Christ, man. What the fuck? That, you know, with the whole incident on Monday, that's one of the examples. But, um, but uh, you know, ever since we worked out the other day, you know, you brought up uh, protein shakes and I thought, you know, I figured, you know, let me, since I'm so used to this now, let me purposefully starve myself. But for the meals that I miss, I'll have a protein shake. By the way, just to let people know how good of a fucking friend I am. I gave this dude a $40 fucking yep. big ass bottle of protein powder yeah and it's that good shit it's fucking ghost it's, the, it's it's yeah it's ghost cookies and cream fucking oreo cookies and cream with actual oreo bits in them yep just wanted to make sure everyone knew how good of a friend i was you know? but um <laughs> let me tell you like the the protein shakes help um because yeah. i i do get urges some days that i like really just want to pig out but um i'll just have a protein shake instead and it'll hold me over until my next meal Dude, they're fucking filling, man. I was telling you about it. They're it really is filling. filling. Good God. And like I took uh, one, drink one like an hour ago, like right before we started this. I feel fucking full right now. I don't even know if I want to eat dinner. But um, I will say, like, I I am I am seeing a difference in you know in my body structure. I'm yeah. definitely losing a lot of fat in my belly. I'm not saying go do it because I know how severe and oh, absolutely drastic this is, but that's just, it's just a lifestyle. I don't want to say lifestyle. It's just something that I naturally do. I don't I never did it purposely until now. So it's something that I'm already used to. It's it's so polarizing for me cuz I get it, especially when I used to play video games a lot. I didn't want to eat. It's not that I didn't want to eat, it's that you didn't want to go out of your way to make it. Exactly. I, it just took time away from my video games. So I was like, see, that's how hungry. it is for me. And it, it wasn't about video games. It's about spending time with my friends. If my friends are on, I want to make the most out of it because especially nowadays, it's time so very it, limited. Exactly. So it's like, I don't want to spend two hours preparing dinner and eating it when I could be spending time with my friends. I would yeah. rather, I would rather sacrifice a meal just to play with my friends. Mm, can't relate. 
wouldn't do the same thing. But so, I get it. Yeah. I mean, especially when you put it that way, because time is such a limited thing for us. Like, as soon as you graduate, you know, at least we were expected to get jobs, go to school, or find a trade or something. So, you know, and don't get me wrong, that's the real world. I wasn't expecting to have, like, I think my family said I could have the summer off, and then I had to find work and go to school. So, you know, I'm very thankful for that. But I get it. But, I mean, like, in comparison, I live probably the opposite in terms of eating and diet. I eat whenever I can. As soon as I feel hungry, I fucking eat. But, I mean, I work out, too, so I'm also burning a lot of calories. But I get it, man. Like, right now, I've been disgusted by food. Even, like, the so stuff I, I like. Yeah. I have to force myself to eat because I know I need to. But I just don't want to lately. And I feel it's that. Weird. It's very weird because I used to be like that on my medication. Um, for those who don't know, I have very severe ADHD. Like, you know, Taylor, you can see right now, I can't maintain eye contact. <laughs> it's too uncomfortable yeah. for me. Look straight at me in the eye, Tavian. Fuck no, that's way too Look weird. into my soul. <laughs> All right. I want you to weird. see into my soul. <laughs> this is getting weird. I don't know if I can come back from that. Tavian, let me turn off the lights. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Uh, no, but so I used to take this. Uh, I was on like pretty much every ADHD medication they had. Adderall, Concerta. I think one was Ritalin. I think it was Ritalin. But the Adderall, holy shit. That suppressed my appetite so much. Taylor, going into middle school, sixth grade, I was, I think I was like, Five eight, five nine, you know, fairly tall. And I think I was about one oh five. I was pretty skinny. I was pretty skinny. You know, I was tall, so I looked even skinnier because I'm, you know, kind of yeah. lanky. And it was the summer. What would you call it? The summer freshman year, like going into freshman year of high school. Yeah. I finally had went off my medication, gained thirty pounds over summer immediately and it's all fat like obviously yeah. i just sat around and played video games you know basketball season was over didn't play in the summer league and going into high school i always ate my lunches i'm like taylor always got something a snack and they're always the fucking m&m oatmeal cookies baby i remember those they fucking slap when i did eat lunch at high school those like the cookies were like Those the first fucking thing I fucking cookies bought. are delicious. Oh my god. Holy shit. I remember there's one kid, I don't want to say his name, but he used to buy out the whole fucking stand of Do cookies. Do I know? Yes. Well, well I'll, I'll I'll talk to you about about okay, him specifically. Yeah, but I remember seeing him fill up his backpack full of these fucking cookies. Holy shit, really? Mm-hmm. I would have get two a lunch and then maybe Cuz they were they were like what, 50 cents a cookie? Yep. Yeah, he would buy out the whole stand. God damn, what the <laughs> fuck? No, this motherfucker took it to a little too far. Um but no, you're saying I was saying, yeah. So, I ate whenever I could, you know. And I'm big, I'm fucking tall, and at the time I was getting I was gaining weight. So, I was hungry all the time. But what was it? It was sophomore year when I got into basketball. My appetite took off, dude. That was the most weight I gained in a year, and I'm pretty sure I gained like 40 or 50 pounds. 
Oh my god, what a rough time. See, now you know, now that we're talking about dieting, now that I'm like reflecting back on like my whole school experience, I've been starving myself since middle school. Jesus Christ, how the fuck are you surviving right now? I'm like perfectly well, fine. It's a good question. Um but I, you know, I had my excuses in middle school. Um A was to save up money for certain stuff. Uh video games and all that oh, um, i get that dude yeah. i did the same thing yeah don't worry you're not alone um not to mention like a lot of the, the a lot of the food at the school was pretty garbage yeah like well. the 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 main like the the most popular item in middle school in my middle school was pickup sticks and i thought that shit was hot garbage the chicken was fine but it was the rice that disgusted me and like <laughs> you know but with with the pickup sticks it's like 80 percent rice let me tell you if Taylor knows one thing, it's how to make some fucking rice. Let me tell you. So this man knows what he's talking about. Hundred, yeah. But coming from a true Chinese real quick man. To <laughs> 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 well, I did want to make it about race. I, I didn't want to come it, off it, that way. It was it was joke. It was joke. Yeah, no, we're good. We're not racist. I promise. But uh, speaking on that, on uh, getting like other, like actual like food from different companies, when I moved here. I went to the, the fuck was it called? Like McElhaney Middle School. They had yeah. Papa John's. Are came you down kidding and gave me? us pizzas, and they were two dollars a slice. Are you kidding me? Got me two pizzas every lunch, with I think something to drink for like a dollar, for five dollars daily. Fucking, fucking insane, dude. So we no, okay. So, so back to, back good. on my school lunches, the highlight of our lunch, you know, I don't know if every middle school had this, but there was like those. Uh, those like P- what were they called like the PTA moms um they would come on a school campus and like sell snacks and it was the the Hawaiian onion rings what the fuck have you ever oh, have you have you heard of those wait 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 are they called Maui onion yeah the, we have them at somewhere well dude, where I work we have them I let me tell about. you everybody bought a bag and it was it wasn't those like the the single serving it was like a family bag everybody fuck? fucking bought that and ate the whole bag on lunch that really? was like that was like the highlight food of our lunch the and then on chips. top of that <laughs> yeah seriously um and then you know we we had like the uh the slushies in like a in a clear solo cup yeah I so mean, I, I would get those thing. occasionally just because you know it's hot i want to cool off but that was the highlight of our lunches so needless to say i didn't really eat much damn and then high school again what what was the the Chinese food we had? It wasn't. I think we had. Was it pickup sticks? Express? I don't remember if it was panda or pickup sticks. Either way, both fucking trash. What? I ha- I hated, I hated the rice because I I tried the panda express that they gave us. Again, the rice fucking awful. You're bugging, pal. No. I love that shit. What was you, it like? You go you, chicken Thursday or something. I I'm not gonna say. Okay, I have my opinions on Panda Express. I'm not gonna call their food bad. Okay, okay. but I know where he's if you going with this. if you were to eat like if you were to go back to high school and eat the 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 panda they gave us, that rice is ass compared to what I showed you. What true rice Absolutely. is. Absolutely. Uh, ooh, speaking of which, there's a really good Chinese food place that we haven't. Uh, I don't know if you've been to by Albertsons. So China, or something China like that. One. It's weird. It looks so like it's right next to uh, the sushi place, right? 
Yeah. We yeah. we went there when we went to go see Demon Slayer. Yeah, it's fucking good. Dude, I t- yeah, I know. I got the fried rice. They fucking packed that shit. Yeah, man. I know. If you That's- want if you want quantity, dude, go to the the cafes right right next to Seder Brothers. They will pack that shit so fucking full, dude. You, I like, know, I don't think you understand. I don't know what it is about, like, the family-run Chinese and, like, Mexican shops, but they fucking pack your plate, dude. I you, fucking you know, love it. You know why? It's because since it is a family-owned restaurant, they, you know, they have to make the food for the whole day. So, you know, depending on what time you go, they're just trying to get rid of the food because, obviously, they're not going to want to reserve it. So, that's why they pack it so much. But um, but no, back on back on high, you know the high school lunches, the the pan, you know I tried the Panda Express. It was again hot fucking garbage. Um, <laughs> the only other like main lunch, you know, thing you can get was the pizza. But oh, that, that was that, terrible. It was like they put it in the the ceramic wrap. Am I saying that? Wrap. Saran ceramic wrap? Ceramic. Ceramic. Did I really just say ceramic? Ceramic. Did I really just say that? Oh my god! I am sorry. I meant to say saran wrap. I don't know why. I don't know why that came out. But um, it was saran wrap. So it was literally just a glob of like pizza grease. It was fucking gross. The pizza was so soggy. Guys, the pepperonis weren't even like fully cooked through. Like they were so thick and like uncooked-ish in the middle. It was nasty. The only thing worth eating there were the spicy chicken burgers. See, I don't. You know me. I don't do spicy, so that's the only reason why you put I didn't get it. the normal chicken burgers. That just sounds disgusting. It's okay. especially you as a bar- school lunch. You get Are you kidding? A me? handful of barbecue sauce and you just put it on the patty. Oh and my god! Got listen to flavor. this guy. I fucking love barbecue sauce. But the couple times I did have the pizza, the highlight of it was like the cheese that they put in the bread in the crust. That was actually pretty decent. I I'm not gonna say it was good. But it definitely made the experience mm. a lot better than eating I that think grease. I fucking genuinely ball. hated every aspect of school pizza. I think all of it was bad. See, you know what though? I remember we took a trip to to Great Oak. They had it so good there when it came to lunch, dude. That's dude. like where like all the rich people go. It's like we're like the really upper. That's where like the upper middle yeah. people go. But I I've seen what they have for lunch. Oh my god! I remember when we took the trip up there. Everybody had Subway. You had a six inch sandwich. A cookie, a bag of chips, and a drink. Damn. And that's like normal for them. For five bucks. No wonder they fucking whooped their ass on the court. They're actually eating like good shit. Yeah, damn. Yeah. So, you know, that that's that's why I'm not gonna I'm not gonna have that ex- as an excuse for me starving myself all of my mean, life, but it, it definitely played a big factor. I could have no. easily I could have easily made lunches. And I did in senior in senior year because um, I would always get sick a lot, like really, really easily. And when I did get sick, it would last the whole entire week. So I would be absent a lot. And it wasn't until my dad like really yelled at me. He goes, you know why you're always sick is because you never eat. You have no nutrients in your body. That's true. He's so, um, that's why I started packing lunches in uh, senior year. And, you know, truth be told, I didn't find myself getting sick all I'll that say, much. Do you take multivitamins? I used to in high school. I did. Jesus Christ. Um, now I don't, just because it, again, laziness. You work. <laughs> you literally sell them where you work. Yeah, I know, but it's like that's like that's, superb levels of laziness. 
It, well, it's just one thing I don't want to do in the morning when you're no, waking up. No, that's not four. even that's pure defiance. You just don't want to. Yeah, you're right. Well, it's also one of those things where, you know, when you go off of multivitamins, you kind of forget about it. And then when you do, it's do not you? it's not on your Dude. mind. So I feel like shit when I don't have mine. Like, I don't know if it's become a crutch because my diet's not perfect, but it's better than what it was. I incorporate a lot of greens and vegetables. <laughs> I, heard, <laughs> I pretty much said the same thing. I meant fruits. I I am a very picky child. So when I, yeah, when I grew up, dude, I wouldn't even eat hot dogs or burgers. I ate chicken nuggets, chicken patties, and that was the extent of the protein. I only ate peas and carrots. I, those were the four things I ate on repeat. Yeah. It wasn't until I hit like eighth grade that I started like trying more stuff. I was like, damn, these burgers and hot dogs are pretty good. I was fucking missing out. <laughs> but it took me all the way up until senior year in high school to finally start trying more vegetables and fruits. And let me tell you, I fucking love them now. I eat like two or three apples a day. Always have two bananas a day. I love apples, but I I don't know if it's the kind of apples I get. I don't like the the juice that gets left on your teeth. It really weirds no, I me feel out. That. Yeah, when it comes to fruit and like sports drinks, you're not supposed to let it like sit in your mouth. You like want to wash it out with water because it's very acidic. Mm-hmm. But so if I ever have an apple, I always have like a bottle of water afterward, just to like wash it away. But with the, the two bananas, now I'm adding watermelon because I I always like watermelon. I you gotta you, you gotta get the right type of watermelon. I like, it, it eventually happens. Even if you do get the right one, I hate when they get watered down. Yeah, there's, there's it, a, it's it's there's like a, a it. yeah. You have to have a good blend of water and the actual juice. Yeah, um, that's the only reason why I stay away from watermelon. Because you I gotta wanna... find the right one, and then when you do find the right one, you only have a certain time to eat it before it just gets watered down. Yeah. Um, I have, I have a weird thing with, uh, when it comes to, when it comes to fruits, cause, um, I love the flavor of bananas, but when you take that bite and it's all mushy, it kind of grosses me out. I love that. I hate when they're too ripe and they're hard. That's, that's I, gross to me. Yeah. That, that's the only reason why I don't eat bananas. Again, I love the flavor, but I cannot, I, the consistency, like the consistency. just makes me want to puke. Dude, Same with strawberry. Sh- like, any like you 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 can vouch for this if if there's strawberry flavored anything i will i will have it i yes, love strawberry me. i know he's got like three meal uh water additives of just strawberry watermelon and then there's like drawer. a there's like a strawberry pineapple smash and all that yeah um but when it comes to physically eating strawberries i cannot it the the, the <laughs> texture strange. is just so fucking gross and same with uh pineapple i love pineapple but some some bites just really really gross me out mm. the only fruit i don't like is oranges i know this is like so picky but i it's just the, don't like the pulp or in, like really the white stuff in it i don't like it i don't when i bite into an orange i don't like the little strands i don't know what i can't remember what they're I called i think that's what it is isn't that the pulp i i can't i don't know dude i'm not i don't know i just don't I'm i don't like smart. the parts either but that that's it, the only thing that grosses like, me out it's like the equivalent of animal fat to me. Yes, thank exactly you. Yes, or like a like a like a um, 
<sighs> it's not fat. It's typically found in. Uh, it's not a tendon. It's typically found in steak. Cartilage. Oh. I hate, dude. When I when I take a bite and I hear a crunch, I want to spit it out. Oh, that's so bad. <laughs> that's gross. <laughs> Fucking nasty, dude. Um, and then uh, mango too. Like, I I have a weird thing with mango. I haven't tried mango, but I want to. It's I so really good. Love mango flavor. It's flavored, so, so good. But um, some bites really just throw you off. I you don't know. know. The, f- the fruit I want to try the most is kiwi. <laughs> I know they look like I, monkey I, nuts. Okay, I know, sa- sa- no, 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 no. Same, th- same thing as strawberry. I love kiwi flavor, but when it comes to eating an actual kiwi, it is so fucking gross. The, well, I know it sounds weird, but I'm, I've, I'm kind of done like eating for flavor and like for taste and want. I want to eat on needs because, like, I don't know if you heard, kiwis are apparently like they are. This is new like um, term they throw around. In the, uh, I don't know the, I don't know, the food or like the fitness industry of superfoods, basically foods that are really high in vitamins and yeah. are beneficial to your body. And kiwis are one of them. And just the way this dude was like eating kiwis, they look good. He just spoons them out with a spoon. Yeah, and he just eats them. And it looks good. But it looks really it's, appetizing. It's the texture of the kiwis that really throw you off. It's the same thing as strawberries, man. At least for me. Well, I like strawberries, so. Do you? Yeah. Or strawberries? No, I think talking about bananas. Fuck. <laughs> I haven't tried strawberries. I've tried blueberries. Have you ever? Have, have you ever? That, oh, blueberries too. Like I don't. I don't like the Like I don't like blueberries. I love okay. flavor. I cannot stand blueberries. Blueberries are here to miss because if they're too tarty. Yes. I fucking hate it. Yeah. Like I'll eat it, but I, I, I fucking hate it. it just tastes terrible. They're but um. Dude, just bite into a strawberry, man. It, it, it you're not gonna this is like one thing it. Too? I love blackberries. I think they're blackberries. Oh yeah, me too. I love blackberries. Blackberries are good. I, I genuinely don't have any problems with them. No, I fucking snack on them, dude. But I'm telling you, man. You know what? Let, let's not forget what led us to this. Your shitty <laughs> diet habits. Oh my god. Because I want to fix this. You know, let's do it on air. Because. I'm trying to help you. I gave you the protein powder to like. It's working. Help you. You, you can see oh. it's working. Yeah, no, you've definitely lost weight, dude. And I was telling you, yeah, like you know, if you get like a high protein diet, you're gonna lose extra. You're gonna lose I definitely extra now that I'm like, and and it's not like a slight change. I would say it's, it's like it's a pretty drastic change in my body, um, not only physically or visually. Um, it's just how I feel, you know, my energy. I'm definitely a lot more energized when I have the protein shakes. Um, I definitely want to start steering away from all the bad foods that I've been eating. You know, the donuts, mm-hmm. you know, all the like the See, shitty like, dinners that I eat. They feel so good to eat. But that feeling when they're sitting in your stomach and being like processed and digested, you don't feel good. I, I will say this. The last couple times I've had a donut, the amount of shit that I talk to myself, I'm like, you're really eating a donut right now. You yeah. know, after all you sacrifice to make your body look like this, you're just shoving this down your throat right now. There's That's a good and a bad thing because the good thing is like you're holding yourself accountable, but the bad thing is if you let that voice get too loud, you know, you start to, uh, you start to judge every last decision you make. And I do think there are times where a really bad meal like fast food is good. It's good for you. And, you know, let me explain. 
you know, for example, let's let's say you're working out like I am, you know, I work out like six days a week. I eat well for those six days. And every once a week, I don't worry, we'll wrap it up soon. It's, it's getting that time. But once a week, I have a super shitty meal. Doesn't matter where it's from, you know, fucking the habit. You know, five guys in and out, something fat, greasy, full of fucking unhealthy carbs and sh- sugars, fucking strawberry lemonade. But the whole goal of this meal is because, you know, and I told you about this before, your body gets adjusted and used to, you know, a diet or a workout plan. doesn't matter. Yeah. And so when you eat super healthy for so long, especially with the goal of losing fat, you begin to plateau. And, you know, people start to notice less and less progress with their body transformation and all this. And it's really demoralizing. You know, imagine you're putting in all this work and your waist barely goes down. But the cheat meal is designed to throw your body off rhythm. You know, if you're eating super healthy fruits, veggies, greens, you're getting your protein and your healthy carbs, you know, and all of a sudden you eat this really terrible meal. That's, you know, either super like caloric, calorically dense or, you know, has like no vitamins or nutrition is really bad for you. It throws your body off rhythm and kind of restarts your uh, metabolism. And it's really, really worked for me. It's a way to keep you on track with eating healthy, too, because imagine this. We're humans. We all have those urges. We want to fucking dude. Trust me. My fucking mom brings home pizza like twice a week. I get so fucking hungry looking at it. <laughs> she gets the good fucking pan pizza from Domino's. Ooh, I fucking love it. And she gets extra pepperoni on it and sometimes meat mm. lovers. Oh, bro. I'm getting fucking hungry thinking about it. <laughs> but, dude, like, I tell myself, I'm like, especially working out, like, I do not put myself through this much pain and fucking torture physically to go and eat that pizza. But having that cheat meal once a week really helps with those cravings. Yeah. And don't get me wrong. There are ways to get around it. I I love sugar-free gelatin. Always get sugar-free jello. Something sweet, low-calorie, doesn't really fuck up my diet too well. It's just a way to curb those, like, you know, those sugar cravings. Yeah. Um, I definitely, uh, you know, I, I used to be really bad on getting fast food. I used to have it every single day for dinner. Oh, I know. Just be, you know, again, yeah, sheer laziness. I, I don't want to make dinner. Dude, um, there's so many nights where this dude would be on Discord. He'd be like, hold on, guys. I got to go pick up my fucking DoorDash real quick. Yeah. It, it was ruffling of the bags. And it shit. was really bad. And um, it wasn't until I got hired at Target um, with, you know, how active I was when I was working. Um eating all that fast food just really made me feel groggy. Yeah, like shit. Yeah. So it, it you know, I started going towards, you know, home cooking meals. So I would I, I would I would make chicken teriyaki, chicken and rice, ground beef and rice. You know, pretty much if it's it meat and rice. Yeah. It's a lot better than fast food. But it's late lately I've I've been getting lazy again. I haven't been eating I haven't been making a lot of those. Um I've just, you know, we I've resorted to getting frozen uh teriyaki chicken and rice. Ew. I haven't tried it yet. From me. I haven't tried it yet. Um no, dude, but you're doing um, so good. I I before 
I started strategically starving myself. I was going back onto this trend of getting <laughs> fast food every night. Strategically starving myself. That's that's what I'm calling it. That's what no, I'm calling my diet. No, it's called a suicide diet. Su- there you go, suicide diet. Yep. Um, I was I was getting back on the habit of getting fast food every night because um, I would get really frustrated with um with work and I would tell myself like I really need to treat myself with what oh, I just what is with what I just went through. Not so I would get you. canes and all that. But so it seems like you like to eat for like stress a little bit. Not when it stressed st- like pissed off. Okay. If I if I'm like stressed and like anxious and sad, I don't eat. But you but you will eat based off of how you're feeling, right? So if you're angry Yeah, so if I'm angry food. like you know, when you're angry and you think oh, I'm going to have, you know, this healthy food. Fuck no. I'm mad. I'm going to, you know, I want to treat myself. You yeah. know, I I need something to lighten up my night, you know? So, you know, for the, I think last week, um, I got, I got fast food, not every night, but I did get it for a couple of the nights and it God definitely it. skipped over some of the dinners that I had prepared for that week that I had to throw out. Um, but I'm, you know, I'm, I'm slimming down again. I haven't, I know it's the start of the week. But I I've have worked already. I haven't I haven't picked up any fast food. Um, That's nice. Good to hear. Um, and then I want to say last week I only I only picked up canes once, just to you know just cheat day. Treated it like okay, a cheat okay. day for my suicide diet. <laughs> <laughs> There's so many other ways, so many better ways to lose weight, Taylor. But this what? is this is the thing. Like it's it's a way that doesn't cha- force me to change up. Um, how I have to eat because I normally do it anyways. Oh man, one day. But um, we definitely are gonna wrap it up here. We're an hour and forty minutes in. We do apologize for that. We tried to limit ourselves to an hour today. Um, you know, just again, just to <laughs> try new yeah, things, switch it so up, well. just to see how you guys like it. Um, just because I know. Especially right now, since we're just starting out and how cringy we are, it's very hard to listen to an hour and forty minutes of us bullshitting. Um, but we, you know, we get, you know, as you can tell, we get carried away in conversations quite often. Yeah. So it's very hard to limit ourselves to only an hour, especially with so much to talk about. I'm gonna be real with you. I didn't expect to get like I didn't expect the whole like diet and the cars to go on as long as they did. No, um, not at all. Because Taylor, just for reference. I think by the time we, we stopped talking about cars, it was already an hour and 10 minutes in. Yeah. So we talked about fucking food for like 30 something minutes, but yeah, definitely, definitely with the, hopefully with this next episode, we're going to try and um, experiment with going an hour for this next episode, just to see how that turns out, how you guys like it. Um, I'm, we make no promises we might get carried away again but if it does end up being an hour on this next episode please give us some feedback on whether or not you prefer that or you you know if you want us hearing rambling for another 45 minutes let us know yeah and just to let like you guys know on why we're shortening it up and you know looking at the demographics and the analytics a lot of you guys are only watching the 45 minutes which don't get me wrong I'm not shaming you at all thank you for that because that's 45 more minutes than I expected. Yeah. But, you know, I just thought that perhaps you guys would prefer shorter episodes. It's just easier to digest that way. Um, 
especially, you know, like I said before, we're just starting out. We're, you know, obviously we're not very big. We're not very, you know, we're not interesting. No. You know, we, we we're, we're pretty, not, we're not going to normal. Yeah. You know, obviously to some people, they might find us funny, interesting, but, um, you know, Steph, this isn't for everybody to listen to. So, you know, the fact that you did listen to 45 minutes is, you know, huge yeah. for us. And, uh, we, we do thank you for that, but uh, we are going to wrap things up here. Thank you to all. Uh, fucked up the outro. Thank <laughs> you to all those who listened, and we hope to see you guys on the next episode. Have a good night, guys. All right, see you.